Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 234. Wow, that was, that was a clip. <laughs> I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Tanitsky. Hello, sir. Hey there. We are drinking uh, Fancy Hams. Fancy Hams. It's actually called Hams. Uh, Able Old Trusty, and it is just a really good hams. Oh, every time it's, it's so, so creamy. It's an amazing beer. It's a perfect beer. It's Castle Danger Cream Ale mixed with the hams. It's a perfect beer. It is, it is very just good. the greatest beer in the world. Thank you, like, Abel, for creating yeah. something so mythically amazing. So I was mentioning uh, over the weekend, like, why I'm such a fan of Abel to um, Taylor Finger. Okay. And I said to him, I'm like... We've had him on. Yeah. I said to him, like, yeah, this guy used to come to my shop, and he would pay us in hams. Like, we... Or not hams, but in Abel, because he, he was an Abel uh, salesman. And so, like, we'd, like, save him a little bit of money, to, like, nothing that would hurt our profit margins. We'd still be well within a very good margin, but mm-hmm. we'd help him out. Like, whereas a normal shop would take it... Like, a normal shop would have, like, 80% profit margin. Then you pocket the 20. Yeah, we just... We, we, we cut him, like, 10%, and... You know, we would we would still have a very good profit margin for a shop. Yeah. And the profit margin turns out, you know, you need it. Shops are going to have 70% margins over what their cost is. It's not really a profit margin. At least. Revenue. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of that, mar- like, for each job you want, probably 40% of that goes to just keeping the lights on. And everything over 40% is, like, actual profit. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, there's, there's a lot of essential stuff and then... I'm done. main dealers. Good karma is not like this to this extent, but like main dealers add another like seventy percent on top of that. I'm well, like, I'm, on, when like the rule of thumb, like as a service advisor, like just because I've been out of the gig for like over a year, and I just know as a fact, like any shop in the world, yeah. your minimum margin that you need to hit to keep the lights on so you don't lose money is a forty percent margin. Sure, that's about just, right. And it's just forty percent markup over what the cost of your parts and labor sure. was. That's cheap, yeah. Because you when you on your like job writing programs, they don't account for like power taxes like stuff like that rent, like yeah. the shit that the shop needs overhead yeah weird overhead yeah so 40 percent <laughs> of every job is just overhead stuff yeah. after after 40 percent is profit margin so yeah shops usually don't take advantage of that much places like uh honest one will totally just like ream your asshole main dealers also yeah. will um and i'm totally okay throwing honest one under the bus because fuck them never work for them ever again correct um i've not heard good things about them no they're awful um, but yeah, no way this guy would come in and he, uh, we'd like cut him a break. We'd still be profitable and everything. It's like, you know, you know, Bill's not going like, to lose his shirt or anything, but well, he might like literally lose his shirt cause his <laughs> bill, just but like metaphorically yeah. speaking, yeah, he like, probably, a totally different thing. Bill, where's your shirt? <laughs> oh. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought you wanted me to be sexy today. <laughs> but I kind of miss the Bill stories every week. Kinda. Yeah. He's, he, yeah. I'd miss it too. Trust me. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, he he would come in, and whenever we'd like help him out, he'd just like give us a hundred cans of beer. And like he, what he said, he's like, "I'm bringing you a hundred cans of beer," and I'm like, "Okay." And he shows up at the end of the day with an Audi A3. He'd oh, open no. the back oh, in the no. yeah. As like I said, he came in a lot, <laughs> but he opened up the back. He had a hundred cans of beer, and everybody at the shop except for me and one other guy were, were sober. And so I was like, he didn't drink that much beer, so I got 90 cans of beer out of it. The geometry part of my brain is like, how does one evenly lay out 100 cans of beer? Oh, it was stacked. It was completely stacked up. Like, it was just like, it was like three cans. Was it just like five by tens doubled? It, it was three tall boys stacked on top of each other from tailgate to seat. Okay. Yeah. It was wild. <laughs> but, um... Oh, for 
Really? What happened? I bought a new sound card, and you're telling no. me there's still interference? No. Uh, you just need to have a, you need to have a streaming rig right, at this hold, point. Hold, I do. No, it's separate from that. Oh, I'm not doing that here. All right, give me a sec. We're gonna jiggle it. Corey, tell us when things are working. How's the new house? I hope everything's well. I can't hear you right now. Corey, I hope everything's well. Corey. Sign to him. I can't. I can't. Where is my cursor? Here. It's right here. I found it. It's right there. Corey. Corey. Oh God. Baba boy. Baba boy. Baba boy. Baba boy. Here we go. Yeah, we can hear it. Corey, does this help? Can you hear me now? Looks like I need to turn up the line out on this thing a little bit. Also, I apologize to everyone listening on the actual podcast. <laughs> that just had to deal with my giant raspberry. <laughs> but, Corey, you're not responding, Corey. Come on. Message tell, us. There must be... You, there's got to be something. Hello. Type F in chat. F. F. Hello. F. Anybody? There, oh, you're really quiet well, now. Yeah, now I we're bumped really it up. I cranked up the thingy-mabop. Like, now we're really from, quiet. From 50 to 90. Oh, how, how are, how's the new house, Corey? Is that main out? That's, uh... I guess I could turn this thing up a little bit more. Yes. I, I don't want to turn it up too much, because then it'll clip. Yeah, you know how I get excited. Excited! I guess I'm starting Acting! To, I'm in the yellow. The fuzz, fuzz is, is pretty much well, totally gone. This is literally the setup I've been using for the last year where people complain about the fuzz. So maybe it's I am a cable thing. Returning or this. Yeah, probably. Anyway, oh, what oh, were we saying? I can't remember. You're good now. Okay. Corey, how's the house? I've asked you this like 15 times and you haven't said anything. What were we talking about topic-wise? <laughs> we weren't talking oh, okay. about topics. We were just Patreon.com forward we slash carbon. We were talking about this guy that made me like Abel Beer because I did drink oh, 90 cans okay, of perfect. Abel Beer one summer, and it was wonderful. Patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. On this particular fancy custom-crafted Patreon page, you will find two open-ended levels of support for content consumers like you to support content producers like us. Patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. Super weird how quiet it is, LOL. Yeah, you need to fix that. You need to get a, need a Dash Hound Corgi mix. Ooh, yes, you and do need some cats. You need a Dash Hound and some cats. I don't believe he's allowed to have pets. For every dog you have, oh. you have to have two cats. Correct. Why is, why is he not allowed to have pets? Uh, well, yeah, it's Stillwater. Why did you even move there? It sounds awful. Because his dad bought a house. Anyway, long story short. Uh-huh. Um, anyway. You have first topic. Yes, I do. Um, I figured out how Subaru designs things okay i mean that's mind-blowing if so so you know how like most people they have like a little like test group sure like, you know yeah the, yeah like a focus group or something yeah like, like a little can... focus group like they'll send their designs to their focus group i think what they do is their focus group is just pulled from the design department and it's okay. just an echo chamber oh no it's the only way it makes sense <laughs> uh and it's been like this forever. So it's just like design incest? It's never, yeah. I think it's just design incest because they've never, ever, ever had. I should start titling the episodes. Just we actually call this should. One design like, incest. That, that actually, well, let's call it that. Like moving forward from episode 234, we're going to title all of our episodes. This will be titled Design Incest. It's going to be like, um, it's like episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like, it's just great names. But um, All right, I'll update the, the Twitch one at least. Design, design incest. incest. Perfect. 
And now we're going to like double our viewer accounts. People are going to be curious. People are going to be searching incest and they'll find us. But, so this is the thing. All right. So I was thinking about this because I thought about this after the Integra came out. And people were talking about how awful the new WRX is. And people are I'm like, well, the WRX never looked good. Like they've never, ever consistently had a good looking Subaru. Right. Well, like, I mean, the early, what was the special the edition GC, wagon one? The GC was the original. The Gravel 90s, Express? Yeah. The GC was fine. But that wasn't a Rex. Yeah, it was. It was. They okay. did have a WRX back then, but it was like that wasn't like that, that's a fluke. Like every idiot gets lucky once. Sure. Like, um, <clears throat> but I mean, if you go all the way back, like the Subaru 360 was kind of weird. Like, kinda. It was cute, but it was weird. Um, then you had the Subaru FF1, where everything was too far forward, and then you had the Subaru the <laughs> EA71s, where they had the weird dip at the uh, B pillar. Just type in EA seventy uh, oh, one wagon, you'll see what I mean. And then people on chat. Will Why don't see you what include I mean. w- uh, links, man? Because it, this wasn't going to be a link thing. Um, but if you just type in EA seventy one wagon, and then just look at like the door panel, like go to the Japanese nostalgia oh. car one right there. Look at that weird. Yeah, that front the, door. The dip on the B on the B pillar. It's just every single EA seventy one had this. I don't and like that. That's awful. It's awful. it ruins an otherwise fine looking car. This is like an error in my summer car. Yeah, no, it's an otherwise fine looking car, but that is just awful. That one thing. So that was It's probably good for visibility, but screw that. Yeah, no, it's it's awful looking. It just looks bad. Like they designed one part of the car. Like I think they designed every part individually. <laughs> like, Sorry, they just put it all together. Like, so there's separate design incest yeah, community. So, or, yeah, um, yeah, not communities, but uh, no. You have separate designers, and all yeah. designers get together and they put all their stuff together, and they go, "Did you like what you did?" And everybody says, "I did a great job." They're yeah. allowed to talk to each other, but it's a 12 inch brick wall. Yeah, exactly. They can't see what they're working on, but they can communicate. <laughs> and then it's like, then they're like, they got to the EA81, which the EA81 like wasn't anything special to look at at all. It was like it's a, the most generic early. 80s car you could ever think of and the ea82 where they're like you know what we've had like disgusting cars for like the last forever let's just not design it also let's talk about a memorable name mm. EA82. it's because yes. they're in japan it was the leon and here here was the loyal and it was originally the gl or the dl uh and then they yeah just, they don't have consistent names um so we just go with chassis codes to make better sense of their names um I mean, I'm guilty of doing this exact same thing with BMW. So yeah. That's totally so fair. then the E82, which is like the late '80s one, was just like the most generic '80s car because they were just like they were done with like trying to design things, and then sales started to take a dip. And I got weird. Shit, we should design something. And so you know what they called? Uh, they, they got the uh, Bertone designed the SVX for them. But no, uh, they had the the XT before that was an interesting yes. looking vehicle. Uh, it wasn't very good though. No, it was terrible. But if you think of what is a wedge shaped sport, sports car, it's the most generic wedge shaped sports car. Like if you just said design a sports car in like 1984, yeah, you would get that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so as I said, they didn't design anything. But that steering wheel though, the steering wheel is great. The interiors have always been wonderful in Subarus, like at least like from aesthetics. That's a lot better than the uh, the Rinspeed or whatever it was Porsche, mm. and then the uh, the early Trans mm. Sport mm. that had like the matrix of phone buttons on it or whatever so it was. Not. But good. I mean, like Subaru's always made like actually a really good looking interior. The inside of their cars, like the user experience of their vehicles are great, but it's just the the way they look from the outside. Everybody else has to experience it. But yeah, so like they had the SVX, which was like looked great but even it was a fabulous like yeah car. i mean that thing got my attention before i cared about cars but even then like 
It's kind of weird looking. Well, yeah, the the double glass thing with the small window was yeah, always super so I, weird. Like that, that's like... when I was like, that was the first time I was like, you know what, this car totally got like a focus group of people that worked at Subaru, and they're like, hey, is this look good? And they go, yeah, of course, Bertone designed it. Of course it looks good. It's going to be mint. Yeah, well, let's just do it. Like, they know more than we do. Okay. And they just like sent it, and lo and behold, it was just weird as hell. Strange that it looks so similar to the X19. Hey, uh, of course, you can actually see Jana now. Jana, wave. Oh, yeah, you can see her. Yeah, you. Um, He's saying he loves how much brighter it is. I'm like, I don't is, like this at all. But um, <laughs> it, it looks a lot better on screen, though. Uh, but if you... Well, uh, I can't like, change the moving, colors. Moving on to like, the two, like the 2010s, you had the Outback with that weird six-spoke wheel. Like, I 2013, hated that. Where like, half the spokes were really wide and half were really like narrow. Three and three, yeah. It was Those awful. Ugly. Awful. Awful. And then like, people were like, saying, oh, yeah, the WRX is ugly. I'm like, dude, this is... Totally on brand. Like Subaru. And they're like, yeah, but like the blob I looked great. I'm like, yes, you're right. The blob I looked good. The GC oh, looked good. And the SVS, the SVS X looked good. Three cars in their entire history looked good. Honda's had that many cars that looked objectively terrible. Blob I is what I call a Hawkeye. So 04 to like 06? Yeah, so you had, okay. the, you had the oval one. And then you had, so you had bug eye, and then bug eye was the oval one, and then you had the in, be- in between, which was like had the little blob at the bottom. Yeah, I call it the Hawkeye, and then the anteater. And then yeah, the anteater is actually the Hawkeye. Yeah, fuck all y'all, yeah. it's um, wrong. However, I think it's great that the Hawkeye they tried to make the grill look like a propeller to harken back to Nakajima. Is aircraft. that what it was? Oh. Yeah, I, I found this out. It was supposed to harken back to Nakajima Aircraft Company. But like you couldn't call, you, you really couldn't market it that way in America, because nobody knows what that is. No, do you know what a Nakajima airplane was used for at the end of World War Two? Uh, bombing. That's a kamikaze. Oh, cool! Because <laughs> they were like, all of the zeros were blo- were shot down, right, and all it's they perfect. had, they just all they had left were Nakajima trainer craft. When that early two liter <laughs> fails from its zero W twenty not being changed. They can kamikaze off the edge of a mountain. Yeah, like, it's just a it's terrible awesome. name. And then they had the Dad RX, which is just boring. Which is like they either make something that looks is horrific. That, the new WRX? that that was the one after the Hawkeye. Oh, like the 09? Yeah, they okay. did that one year only, where it's a narrow body WRX with a hood scoop, which I had totally normal and present the hood oh, scoop. Oh, weird. Yeah, and they called it that. they called it the Dad RX because it was yeah, it was just a dad car. That's fine. <laughs> and then I mean... and they made a wide body of it. But it's like, so they went from like, they go from terrible looking to absolutely boring to terrible looking. And then like for like one year, they'll make it look good. And then they'll go back to terrible or boring. And this is, that's the super design trend. If the 04, 05 STI or WRX were reliable, that'd be a pretty appealing car. But they're not. They are not. The STI is. No, it's not. It's just tolerable. It's not unreliable. Yes, it, it is. The STI is... They still ship them with like teeny tiny little fuel injectors, and they're riding the knock sensors all the time. They're not good. But the, the reason they all blow up is people just put exhausts and downpipes on the turbos on them. They don't tune them. A completely stock one is not reliable. Not completely stock W or STI specifically. Yeah. Because the STI is different than the it has a completely different crank. I know. That's, that's why. Like, that's well, and later on a completely different engine too. But but uh, yeah. But I mean, like the they had a completely different oiling system for the crankshaft. They had completely different pistons. Like it was that's not, not what kills them. But it, I was getting that wasn't done. But Too bad. That, that is interrupted. That like is part of Ooh. that was part of their <laughs> issue was that they have like piston ring separation. Um, ring lance. Yeah, ring lance. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> 
weird running lean gets them hot and that happens. Yeah, but they uh, actually, put, yeah. Those, put too much nitro a, Everything was just completely different on the STI. So, like, the thing is, if you leave it completely stock and you don't do anything with it, you don't drive like a dickhead, it's, it's reliable. But everybody drives them like a dick and this bounce off a rev limiter for the like when they're cold forever. Right, but there are many, many engines in competitive vehicles where you can do all of those things. Now, I never said that they were particularly reliable. I never said they were the peak of reliability. I just said they weren't unreliable. They were totally I said normal. They weren't reliable. Yeah, they are completely normal. For a engines. Subaru, very good. Yeah, they, they a reliable Subaru is a normal anybody else engine. Yes. A reliable Subaru is yeah. a three hundred horsepower Honda LS B series with a giant yeah. EV turbo. Yeah. That is completely just yep. normal reliability. Yeah. yeah. About the same oil burning too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just what it is. Like <laughs> So yeah, Subaru, all they do is they have an echo chamber focus group <laughs> of their own designers. Design yeah, incest. design incest. That's how they make all their cars. And that's, I was, yeah, I was walking out of my house. I was just looking up. My neighbor has one of those like weird three-spoke Outbacks. Oh, no. and I'm it's like, still running? Yeah. The engines weren't particularly it's, good. I'm, I'm sure he's on engine number 12. Um, but I was just looking at that. I'm like, yeah, this is this is totally like an echo chamber. Like a designer was in a focus group that designed the wheel. And he goes, I did a great job. And then it was made. Like, that's just how it happened. Nobody bothered to ask <laughs> if we should instead of if we could. They, well, they, they did. They did ask. They just asked the designers if they should. And the designers Should like, we make your design? Yes, Absolutely I did a great job. Yeah. Don't ask anybody else. I think I did great. <laughs> I gave myself an A+. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the grid? It's right here. Yeah, I gave myself an A+. I'm freaking awesome. How many stars on the crash test was this? Ten. I wrote it right there. Yep, it's ten, ten stars. Ten yep. stars. <laughs> ten whole stars. Don't it's even bother five, to It's try. a five-star test. It's a ten star. Because I, well, I drew two stars inside each of the stars. Why are the last five stars stars of David? Extra fancy, man. <laughs> oh, All right. I shouldn't anyway. even make Hanukkah because this one will drop way after it's yes, done. Yes, it will be. Uh, okay. Uh, I want to talk about just like regular incest creating, uh, poorly functioning minds that create ideas like this, yes. which is Ferrari making a CUV. I mean, we heard about this a while ago, but I, I thought it, it was a joke. I in the back. I, well, this one does cause it's in mule camo, but I the real want, one I want the real not. one to have an oval window. It won't. You know it won't. Yeah, they're not going to take any but chances. This, this is just, they're just gonna... You already had the GTC4 Luso. Okay. You already had the FF. Yeah. Those were beautiful shooting brakes. Fine. Okay, cool. That's now, a family now, car. Now raise it two inches. No, no, no. Not only that, get rid of the V12, put a V6 twin turbo in it from the Julia. Yeah. Not a Ferrari anymore. That's a Ferrari. No, it isn't. It's a Ferrari. This is like a Levante that somebody just all like right. a, took a crowbar and just like raked all the badges off of. L- listen here, Eric. <clears throat> I don't like Ferrari. I like Lamborghini. I don't like either. I really like Lamborghini. Why? Because they don't pretend to be good. The anus is terrible. They've never pretended to be a good car company. <sighs> all they are, they exist solely to make tractors and steal sales from Ferrari. Why are you giving them a participation trophy? I'm not giving Lamborghini a participation trophy. Sounds like you are, Ryan. No, I'm not. I'm saying that they never pretended to be good. They, that was never their design directive, was to be good. They ended up making amazing vehicles. They do make some, some shit. Oh, yes, oh, they've they made, do. They've all, but the thing is, they've consistently had a shit model <laughs> since the beginning. <laughs> they've consistently never, had most of shit models. They've never not had at least one shit model. Like in production, you know the what? entire existence of Lamborghini. Congratulations! They, everybody Lamborghini. forgets like 
They go, look, they made the Murchilago. And they go, they also made the Gallardo. The Gallardo. And then you're also like, but they made the Countach. And I'm like, and they made the Silhouette. <laughs> and like, they made the Solero. And they, and they made the Yalpa. They've always had a shit car. Every time they've made a car. Since the beginning, they've always had trash. Lamborghini is the guy boasting at the party for the achievements. Yes! Hoping to not run into the person that's aware of their failures. Yes! That's exactly what they are. And they're amazing. I love it. And you know what? They've never taken their cars to a racetrack. They never did until Volkswagen took them over. <clears throat> that's true, yeah. Cause... Because they knew that they were well, garbage. No. Belboni they worked never, there a long time. ever took it as Lamborghini. People Not to a public bought, racetrack. People bought Lamborghinis and no, no, took no. them there. Valentini well, Belboni worked there a long time, and yes. they had their own private test circuit. But they didn't race it. Correct. That's so, what I mean. Right. It wasn't, they had a test track, and not a race And they didn't go track, to, like, the Nürburgring. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't make it good. It was between bottles of wine and in Italy. happen to make a car that happens to set a new, like, production speed record. They, and then beat the own production speed record. But they never pretended to be good. But I don't... Just, Ferrari. Again, this seems like a participation award. No, because this is the thing. is Ferrari's always pretended to have their normal cars be good. And they've always made a trash model, and they always try to make you forget that they made a trash model. Oh, they've made a bunch of trash. But, I mean, that's the thing, is they try to make you forget about it. Yeah. Lamborghini, people just... They choose to forget about it. Lamborghini doesn't doubt that they made the Yalpa. Like, the Yalpa's in Forza. And the Anus. Yeah, you can get both of those in Forza. But Ferrari, like, goes out of their way. They're like, you cannot put the 360 Spider into... Like, <laughs> like, you can hey, have our license, that, but... You can have our license, but that 400i is never, ever, and forever going there's in There's the Forza game. Agreement yeah. one page, and yeah, then... there's page two. They're about it. to sign it, and they see that there's a second page just, like, glued to it. <laughs> On the back, like, what does the second page say? I don't worry about that. This is a list of models you can never put in the game. Like, the 348 can never go in here. Like, they dissolve it and open it up, yeah. and yeah, it's got a list of the cars there. I'm like, you wanted us to sign yeah, this. Yeah, th this is the thing. is Ferrari like, yeah, okay, cool. They made more trash. They've always made garbage, and people just choose to be will... Like, they have, like, cognitive dissonance of these, like, shitty Ferraris existing. And then, like... You're driving down the road and you go, what is that weird fucking C5 Corvette? And then you look into some weirdo... 456 GT. Yeah, and it's just like some like weirdo, like totally forgotten like late 90s Ferrari that nobody wants and costs $30,000. And still has normal normal Ferrari maintenance. Yeah, it's got great powertrain, but the rest of the car sucks. Good engine donor. So I think all the 456 GTs have just become engine donors actually, at this point. Actually, so. um, I have a thing I want to add here. Because um, I actually found this out last night. Uh, and I, I texted you about that. Uh, I just this following the money is one thing to pay for enthusiast models, but like Ferrari doesn't make anything good right now. So I, like this is just at the wrong time to try something like this. Well, that, well why not? Well, I mean it's gonna make money because idiots buy cars, but yeah, yeah, that's fine. I don't uh, see what the problem. Is. Oh, it's so bad and ugly. I mean, obviously it's in camo, but like the proportions. I mean, just look at the distance between the top of the tire. And, like, the bottom of the belt line. There's, like, 20 inches of space there. That's just not good. I added in another link for you to click on. Because uh, while Ferrari's making trash, Lamborghini has another moneymaker that's actually good. Oh, for Pete's sake. Because I discovered that Lamborghini... Lamborghini Lamborghini? Lamborghini, Lamborghini Trattori still exists. <laughs> and they make some banger tractors right now. Is the Italian word for tractor Trattori? Yes, yeah, Trattori. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, my favorite, personally, is I really like the Strike CF. I'll wait for it to show up on the, uh, That's in, the band. That would be in your open field. Um, and I really like the Sprint as well. The Sprint is fantastic. I like the one that's just got the front roll bar and yeah. nothing else. Yep, that would be the Sprint. Yep. So and that's a three cylinder engine as well. Ah. So you can get a three cylinder Lamborghini. So it's a Toyota IQ. It is. There you go. Oh, just, you know what? I, there's another link specifically for the Sprint. Um, my favorite uh, Lamborghini. That is basically just an Aston Martin Signet. Yeah, it, this is a good Lamborghini. Like if you want like a real like driver's vehicle. Also, if you look at their ads is this like, sold with a manual if you scroll uh i think it is actually but if you scroll down and look at like design what does it say pure lamborghini style scroll down engine superlative performance <laughs> as it shows an open engine clamshell that is just 80 percent heat exchanger i know <laughs> and a battery let's not forget the battery that clippy hasn't even thrown into the ocean yet Tra- transmission a wide choice. a wide choice of transmission configuration pick the one that suits you hydraulic system Comprehensively equipped with extraordinary modular configurability. It, this sounds like a Lamborghini. The cat. Class beating comfort. <laughs> Dude, it's just a plastic molded panel with eight I know, but the O'Reilly words, switches the, on it. The words that they're using, oh. like, it's totally the same guy. The same web design as their main Lamborghini the, this, Automobili page. The, the for same sure. guy that like wrote the Lamborghini Automobili wrote the track. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's like glass and again, beating comfort. These are just direct <laughs> translations. This is like the crowbar advancement from yes. France. Uh, oh my god, it's, it's so great. I, I absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely love it. So, uh, the the Sprint has a twelve plus twelve synchronized transmission, with four ultra low ratios for a total of sixteen plus sixteen speeds. As long as it has a clutch pedal. Selected manually from a specific control. Yep. Mm. While both differentials are lockable electronically. Top speed of thirty kilometers per hour electronically limited. So this is just a Mercedes G wagon. It is. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty great, and it's got a fifteen liter per minute uh, hydraulic pump in it. Good. Yeah, that's a that's a good amount of leadage. Yes, mm. it, this is a good tractor. Some good flow. That's I'm not a big anemic. fan of this tractor, and then I showed it to Darren. Darren's like, they look terrible because he's looking at the open field ones. I'm like, no, 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 you need to look at the the sprint and under vineyards, orchards, and compacts because that actually looks good. Because <laughs> I'm just coming back to the Clarkson's farm now. You've bought too large of a tractor. I just haven't. <laughs> I just haven't. It's what I need. Uh, they also make front loaders and they make tanks. <clears throat> they make crawlers. Well, is that Lamborghini Tankatory then? <laughs> tank, tank, Lamborghini Tankatory. Yeah, because it's not Trattory. <laughs> uh, but it, the Strike CF, I think, actually might be even better because if you just oh look my at it. Oh, God. Oh, these microphones. Okay, that's like a miniature farm tank. It's a tiny farm tank. It's farm like tank. one of those uh, tracked wheelbarrows or whatever, but somebody put a, a riding lawnmower on top of it and designed then put by, a Lamborghini badge yeah, designed on Designed by a Lamborghini with a Lamborghini engine because all these engines are actually bespoke. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like literally a Lamborghini. This is, if you want a Lamborghini. Lamborghini, I know you still make manual transmissions. This is a this is like literally the most Lamborghini Lamborghini you can get because it, it, it's the only Lamborghini that has a full Lamborghini designed engine. Yeah, yeah, it's got uh, the Stage Three Farm Motion <laughs> three cylinder engine. Um, it's quite good. The next season, Clarkson's Farm better have one of these. <laughs> I know, right? Fully sponsored by Lamborghini Trattori. It's got a mechanical <laughs> viscostatic fan. Uh, common rail diesel injection ah. with uh, pressures up to 2,000 bar. Seven-hole advanced injectors. Very good. Does it have a diagnostic port that's configurable with non-John Deere equipment? Yes, because it's not John Deere. Wow. Yeah. A plus. This, this is, is getting... Uh... Yeah, it's actually really cool. So it's, it's turbocharged. 
Uh, it, it, it forced induction with a wastegate. That's what they said. Wow. That's true. Do most tractors with turbos not have wastegates? They might not. They might not. I feel like we, I might no idea. To, we might need to research that. We'll have to that. find this out. Uh, but Do we this know is, any pharmists? Uh, Tucker might. Tucker. Uh, he's probably not the, watching. This is objectively a good tractor. Because right, so one of the things is like, I realize that tractors are super easy right at work. So I've been like studying tractors more. So you like, are an unhealthy individual. I, it, it, it's entirely <laughs> an economic thing. I it's understand. Like, but like now I'm like learning to actually appreciate tractors. The sellers like, are these... probably easier to work with too. Oh, they're way easier. And like I don't have to like do anything like worry about like. Ryan, tell me, have any of the tractors you've written have uh, have the images for the tractors been submitted without seats in them? <laughs> no, they all vent seats. <laughs> so, what yeah. a novel idea! I know, right? That a vehicle that needs to be operated <laughs> would be sold with a seat in it. Um. So going on to back to the Strike CF, uh, if you have the high performance engine, uh, the Strike CF 100 uh, three cylinder, mm. it has a 97 horsepower uh, engine that's okay. homologated down to 91. <laughs> but <laughs> so what you're telling me is this is a Group B tractor. It, it's literally more powerful than it needs to be. And so they, for European sales, they have to drop it down to 91 horsepower. <laughs> it's so, it's so Lamborghini. Like this is peak Lamborghini right here. We're talking about Why don't like, they just lie like they did in the past? <laughs> how many horsepower is it? Well, how many is allowed to be? Well, 91 tops. It's that's 91. 91. <laughs> yeah. it's, no, they had to like, because they actually test them. Like, do, do you have a dino sheet? And they pull it out. It's MS Paint. Like an Etch-a-Sketch, like here, 91 horsepower. 91 horsepower. I feel like they actually, like, real life, like, actually, like, like, test them, like, independently. Probably. (laughs) Which is, like, hilarious. I mean, they don't do that in this country Um, unless somebody's caught lying. Well, what do you think Lamborghini did? They probably got caught lying because they gave them, like, a diode (laughs) graph made of crayon. We just don't, we don't hear about it because we don't have Lamborghini Televisioni. So the uh, tractor weighs uh, 4,260 kilograms. That is pretty hefty. I have no idea how big that is. That's like 10,000 pounds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no wonder it only goes 30 miles, 30 kilometers well, tractors an Tractors need to be heavy for, tra- a good point, for traction. Yeah. So. so, yeah, that makes traction. sense. Traction. Traction. <laughs> See, now I have a new goal in life mm. is I want to get this Lamborghini 100 horsepower tractor engine and put it into a car. Why? Because then I can have a Lamborghini. He wants to give me a heart attack and an aneurysm at the same time. That's why. That I wonder, might work. I wonder if I could put that in MR2. Can I put that in Mondial? I don't know how tall it is. Maybe. I mean, there's no commercially available adapter for that. So, Maybe. no. No. Nope. I say that with complete confidence <laughs> after done, doing no research. I can guarantee you there's I'm, no commercially available adapter. I've never been so confident and done so little research at the same time. That would be, if I could find a commercially available adapter, that would be my choice for a Mondial Challenge. Never mind that it has a quarter of the stack horsepower of a Mondial. It's a three-cylinder turbo diesel Lamborghini engine. It's what I want. With wastegate. Yeah, with a wastegate. It's what I want. And it comes with tracks. It's a perfect vehicle. (laughs) I don't. See, Ferrari hurts your feelings, and Lamborghini makes you feel better. That's why Lamborghinis are cooler Ferrari doesn't make tractors. You're right, and it hurts your feelings because now they're making that big dumb truck, and you don't want that. I don't want. And you want to do you know what a cool car is? It's a vehicle brings joy. I don't like tractors, but that brought you joy. 
You were laughing and smiling. The thing that you were planning to... <laughs> you were, like, mentally halfway to the point of, like, a parts of list to one. putting a three-cylinder Lamborghini diesel tractor engine in a Mondial QV. That is what brings me joy, because I just don't understand what's happening. All that other stuff is tragic. Lamborghini and Ferrari's current product line are both tragic. Uh, not that tractor. The Strike CF is a good Lamborghini. How about you put it into, like, a little pickup truck or something like that that'd be great i know you're, you're i'm more on board with that uh, yeah you want that actually be longitudinal as well it would be so and I, it's already set up just like a tractor and it's a farm i will get a mazda b2200 and put that in and then i'll make zamyad z24 you mean yeah that's as i said i'm gonna make a, a, a zamyad z24 that you can drive in america without getting having it be crushed because it's made in America with a Lamborghini tractor engine. <laughs> this isn't an Iranian pickup. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, it's just a, it's it's a Mazda with a Lamborghini engine. Why is there a thirty-two foot steel girder in the back? Because there's a Lamborghini engine in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a zombie B twenty-two hundred Mazda. It's a Mazda. <laughs> so just, just put rotary engine on the. Speaking tailgate. of engines that have some level of economic <clears throat> sanctions yes. uh, directed towards them, Russia. Uh, the UAZ Patriot mm-hmm. is coming to America, as we know. Uh, I'm happy that they're following through. Is it 2022? So that's, next year. Well, it's a model year, though, right? Yeah. So that's fine. That means that it means will be released year. in 2022. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Bremont Teos. Uh, and it has a um, manual, for sure. It's Heck an extra yes. option. They, although they didn't say that to me. Um, they didn't message me back, but they, there was a press release about it. Um... It, come, it starts at $26,400. That's a lot of money. But that's really good I mean, for a brand new truck. I mean, look, it look for, how, It's a brand new truck. This is like a Jimny. Yeah, it's a brand new truck. It's available in America. But like I mean, if standard... If the financing is good, that could be just fine. Yeah, and 18-inch alloy wheels, front and rear parking sensors, backup camera, touchscreen, oh, so infotainment. Okay. It comes with Wi-Fi. comes with heated seats. comes with heated Can you order side a stripper? Mirrors. Like, if you special this order is, it? This is the standard equipment. Ah, damn it. But no, that's what I'm saying. Like, for $26,000. I know, the equipment's pretty good. Heated seats in oh, the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For $26,000. A refrigerated glove box, remote oh, start. Well, oh, my with God. With a stick, I don't know about that. but uh, If you put it in... you All right, so everybody's There's like... interlock stuff. I know. Yeah, but... you have a neutral inter- interlock. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it's absolutely amazing. It's got a 2.7 liter four cylinder, 150 horsepower, six speed automatic with a optional manual. They don't say how many gears. I hope it's four. Like it's just as few as possible. <laughs> it's just the old Uaz gearbox. Yeah, give me that. Like I <laughs> don't make anything special for me. Hey but, there, fellas. This year gearbox. That's right. This is a so Volga gearbox. This is what I like. Is if you actually go to the car scoops, the press and release photo, uh, photo for the uh, front interior. If you just go to the article itself, it's the very first I, photo. This is the car scoops. I know, but I was watching the direction you were going. You were going right. You should be going left because it was going further down the... What am I hearing? I don't know. A lock. Somebody's trying to come in. I don't know what that is, but it's a noise. Look at that. <laughs> Somebody is trying to come in. Do you see what that um, is? It's a what? Chevy steering wheel, isn't no. it? No. Take a good look at that photo. Uh, hold on. Let me blow it up. What am I seeing inside of this? Is that a Manuel? That's a Manuel. Look at the number of pedals. Oh, nice. Yes. Why didn't I that's start with the pre- pedals? That's their press release <laughs> photo. There's a manual in it. This is great. I'm here for it. Like, 
I'm very, very, very here for this truck. Are you going to buy a Bremach Taos? I I absolutely, if I can get reasonable financing. Yay! Look at Scott! Scott. Hello, Scott! So that's what was going on with the lock. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. This is actually, I've had this before. It's delicious. Supra. This is a really, really good I made good him beer. get it once because I saw that it said Supra in the liquor store, and I go, you need that. And, and he was, was like, I was also wearing okay. Supra shoes at the time. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, no, I would totally buy this. Like, if, again, based on, upon financing, like, I really... Would you get the C, like the little SUV one, I hope? Wouldn't get the pickup? I'd get the SUV, absolutely. Okay, good. Actually, to be honest, I the price is right. Oh, yeah, to be honest, if they're not the same price. If the oh, price look is how right, cutie is though. I kind of want. This is I, just a Jimny you can buy. Well, the thing is, I I've been looking for a pickup for like hauling stuff because I've actually stop. I've yeah, I know right. I've had um, six weekends in a row in which I needed a pickup. And Bandit is out of commission. Yeah, and her van's out of commission. Uh oh, why? I oh, broke the oil. Front main went out. It's oh, just hemorrhages no. oil now. Uh-oh. Yeah, so. Actually, a Bremach, and so that kind of, like, I don't want to ruin the inside of a Bremach, so I'd kind of be okay with, like, ruining the bed of a Bremach. Oh, okay, look at the, the back of it, it's pretty cute. Yeah, it's pretty good, I know, <laughs> trust me, dude, I made this, when I saw the rear end, I'm like, ooh, I don't hate that, like, it's actually oh, really cool. Yeah. Stick axles, oh, it's good, really good stuff. This is, this is a truck for me. Like, I've never wanted And it's got the ooh oh, you could, you could, uh. Um... totally rebadge it, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's not JDM, not DTM, not KDM. It's uh, RDM. CCCPDM. <laughs> that sounds like a drug. <laughs> I mean, Dude, are you on Molly? No, man, I'm on CCCPDM. I'm going I'm to respect it to USSRDM. <laughs> Did Scott lock himself out? Yeah. <laughs> it's not even locked. It just doesn't work from the outside. I think it is probably locked. <laughs> I'm looking at it, and it's not locked. I'm disappointed you guys didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> but oh, I'm like I'm totally here for this. Like this is a great, perfect truck in every way. Like I can't love this enough. I just love how teeny the rear axle is. Like you know that thing doesn't make any power, but it's gonna last. No, forever. it's gonna last forever. And then all right, so um, let's see here. The Bremac Brio was a B27. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna get the SUV because I'm gonna get the absolute cheapest one I can get. Oh, yeah. so the the pickup the, is the more. Pickup, the pickup is twenty-seven eight eighty-two. But oh God, I totally want this. I don't. I, remember I don't know if how... I, I don't know if I trust Russians enough to like pre-order it because I'm trusting a Russian person. I it's just it, that doesn't come naturally to me. I can't do that. I'm, I've learned to like. They're getting better. My entire life, I've learned not to trust Russian people. That's and a good every, mindset. Every single time I've dealt with a Russian person, it's been it's been reaffirming that is they're wonderful people. You just do not trust them. Yeah, because there's enough sketchy Russian people, it ruins it for everyone. That's they're not true. all they're not all bad, but there's just a likelihood of it. Yeah, but bad. they were all bad. Um, but God, I just want this truck so bad. It's just a perfect truck. Oh my it's God. a chimney you can buy. Bigger. Yeah, How it's big is it? uh, it's they're it's on par with they're bigger. a little bit they're about the size of a four door Wrangler. Yeah, so much bigger than a chimney. Yeah, they're way bigger than a chimney. However, yeah. it's a. <laughs> It's not a Wrangler. Right. Which is the good thing. Well, it's way less money it's, than a Wrangler. Strikes What's me the as the size of... on a Wrangler. I don't know, but this mm-hmm. is, base price is 26 something. Yeah. If I, can get, if I can get into this for 250 bucks a month, I, I will absolutely, whatever, however long I have to have financing for, I'll take it. 10 year loan? Yeah, I'll do it. 250 bucks a month. It has a 10 year on residuals, so I don't imagine the, the financing is going to be great. No, it's not initially. It has a 193,121 kilometer powertrain warranty. 
So for me, I'd be a lifer with this truck. I'm okay taking an L on it because I really want it. Like, and that's the thing is, I really want this truck a lot. So yeah, if I can make my payment work and it doesn't ruin my life, like yeah, and it's got the great warranty. You know it's gonna work because every Uaz and Lada ever that hasn't been owned by Garage Fifty Four is still in existence. And even half of the ones by Garage Fifty Four <laughs> still exists. Like there's like I was still probably a Lada rolling around somewhere in southern Russia with like concrete wheels. <laughs> the spring wheels. Yeah, the spring wheels. Hey there, fellas. I'm like totally here for this. I'm like I cannot love this truck enough. Well, you know what? How about for our 2022 canvas? We replace the Jimny with the Taos. I think we will. Hey, you know what? That's that's Asian. That's still an Asian well, vehicle. When's your Car of the Year awards? It's coming up. And Did, is this eligible? I think this would be eligible. It's a manual, so yeah, it's eligible. It's, no, a, no, it's I mean, a manual. Is it for sale yet? Oh, it's not for sale yet, but it is eligible. I, we should oh, have a design of the year. A release of the year. I don't think that's ever been something that's gotten in our way, is making sure, sure it's actually for sale. Yeah, we, we, we don't really care. I mean, it's, no. it, it's the Modi Awards. They're, like, we had two cars of the year what, in 2019. Whatever I want, so, yeah. yeah. Well, we have a car of the year, and we always have a Mirage of the year. So... <laughs> <laughs> which is but like, I mean, just a mirage. I mean, these are all still good, but they do need some updating. Uh, yeah, they do, because, the, God, this Bremach is just perfect. I even like the way it looks. Like, I like, I objectively like the It styling. needs to be CCC PDM'd, though. Yeah, it, it totally needs a UAZ logo on the front. But I kind of like the Eagle. Like, I like that. The well, Eagle actually, is wait, the Uaz logo. This, this is the Uaz logo. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it would be the Eagle I'd want. So. Show the interior. It has to have a backup camera, which is a shame, because you'd love to see just so a you, base, you were, base you were attempt, you were attempting to get into the um, into the building where we're going over it. But yeah, oh. it's got front and you rear heated seats. You locked yourself out on the deck oh. is what happened. Yeah, it was front and rear heated seats, standard backup camera. Looks like a GM steering wheel. It sure does. Oh, yeah. It's, yes. I'm sure it is. Don't but, just oh, ignore, yeah, no, no, ignore that part. So there's the rear seat. They, yeah, the heated rear seat. Yeah, they have a he- yeah, tons of legroom. It has Wi-Fi. Mm, I don't Who cares? I don't want stuff that breaks. Seven screen. I would like seven a manual infotainment window, manual transmission, lateral support. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's got, mm, that'd be very nice. That's a, that's a pretty <laughs> solid looking vehicle. It's got a refrigerated glove box. The one thing I will say, it does have the two point seven liter UAS engine, which is not what I would call high tech. I'm perfect. Okay. Because what happens when you have high tech European engines? You get two OTs. I just, Everybody has I'm a just 2OT. saying for fuel cost reasons. I don't... Okay. It's 24 RPG high. Believe it or yeah. not, Eric, <laughs> I'm not looking at this and saying, hmm, fuel economy. Hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised to hear that, but... No, that's the thing. Is, um, the Fiat would have to serve that purpose. And also, most of my fuel cost issues is because I have to drive from St. Paul to Bloomington most of the time. Well, maybe that'll change something. Yeah, that will be changing soon. So by the time I'm with... I have this... And also, Ooh. I can budget my fuel better because I'm not going to have a drastic drop in fuel efficiency in winter. Correct. That's true. It will be the exact same all year long. Well, that's not true. It will be more similar, though. Yeah. An actual anyway. MSPG. Yeah. It has a 2.542 transfer case low range reduction. Oh, that's yes, actually pretty that's good. That's very low. Yes. That's like a custom T case for a Wrangler. Why do I'm, we keep mentioning Wranglers? God, I want this so bad because the Wrangler is all we have, and this is so much better. And you can and still order a Wrangler, and with it's a not a hundred thousand dollars like a freaking Land Cruiser. I know, I know, and it's. I assume this is body on frame, is it not? Maybe yes, it is. It is. Body. No, it's body on frame. Okay. It, it, even everything made by you. That's true. Russia body. doesn't it's, have the technology no, for no, unibody trucks. Okay. Why well, should they do what they choose <clears> not to? Um, and the reason is those bad boys are gonna fog over <sighs> so fast. <laughs> Here for it. Um, but no, actually, Russia 
a lot of their trucks they do body on frame because of the quality of their roads it makes more sense to do body on frame and keep it reliable that's why they actually went with the super soft suspension oh. in the lotto Jeez. oh my god i had that mic on you need to turn that mic off like now i did <laughs> but uh um, rip headphone users but in, like, in russia they actually make their cars like quote-unquote shittier more reliable more utilitarian, Ryan. Because you're supposed to go like 45 miles an hour over like potholes that are six inches deep and will never be. Oh, fixed. so it's a modern 2CV. Yeah, it's basically what they're made for. Yeah, it's, that's why Lotus have like super soft suspension. So I'm all the way here for this. I'm so excited. I cannot be more excited. This is definitely the best thing we've covered in the last two weeks. I just, I really want. I'm like, le- I'm gonna be legitimately bummed out if I cannot possibly get financing for $250 a month for this truck and base model. That's going to be tough, a 28 grand after tax or something like that. Yeah, I know. I, I'm gonna put, I assume I'm be putting a down payment on it. So. Oh, then you might be able to. Yeah, well, yeah that's the thing. Is I always do a down payment, but my monthly payment I try to have maxed out there because that's like where it's going to be a reasonable monthly payment. Anything more than that, then I start like digging into like luxury costs <laughs> for like not ramen and stuff. Well, <laughs> quality of life is something you got to balance, and that's why I'm, that's how I do. That's how I balance my cars. That's why that's why all my weird cars because I refuse to pay more than two hundred fifty dollars a month for cars because it starts eating it into the rest of my quality of life. That's probably smart. I really hate how much the Tesla costs and how not close to paid off it is. Yeah. Although, fun fact, the uh, <laughs> center screen has been failing again. I and for the last that. several days, it has not been accruing odometer mileage. <laughs> Oh, no. True miles unknown. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I looked, <laughs> I left yesterday before I came down here, and it was 104.330. And I looked when I got out of the car, and it was 104.330. And I looked this morning, and it was 104.330. <laughs> it did put 12 miles on today when I came down here, which so is 34 it chose, miles. It chose to work. A for a bit. bit of it. Yeah. God. For part of the drive at work. Every Tesla's going to get TME. I'm actually going to bring that up at work. Because that's actually a very good point. I cannot believe that somehow the car can drive and the gauge cluster works. And the odometer doesn't work. Like, yeah, why wild. is that not in the powertrain module? That's very interesting. And we're going to start having Teslas uh, on the site. I think on Teslas, we're going to have to go with mileage shown. It's a really good point. Like, just for all of them. Because, like, on digital downers, usually we just say it says miles because they're all directly connected to the connected to the actual car itself there's mm-hmm. no way you can like roll back an odometer really right unless you replace the the entire unit uh whereas a tesla now apparently that doesn't work and we have to treat it like a, ma- like a mechanical I'm surprised that it doesn't have like multiple handshakes across all the modules yeah because like back like on mechanical odometer cars we say miles shown mm-hmm. because you're having you can't say absolutely for sure that nobody at any point in time ever rolled anything back like it's a very very good likelihood but you can't say, like, without a doubt, like, it's not like the sun's going to rise. I like, guarantee you my car has uh, done at least 60 miles more than yeah. the odometer displays at this so point. So that, yeah, that'd be, that, that would be a true miles. Most the... people would have gone and gotten it fixed because they care about things like heat and working turn signals. Oh, my God. That's so annoying. Most of the time they work right now, but not always. God, that's awful. After I'm done with Christmas shopping, I'm going to have that replaced because it's really annoying. You might, you might just want to sell it. 
No. Although Scott really wants me to sell it and buy an ELR. Yes. But I would have you to. You should buy an ELR. But I would have to fix the damn MCU before I sell it. So no, that's not mm. happening. Well, you're gonna fix the MCU regardless, aren't you? Well, at some point, yeah. 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 And once you fix I'm it, I'm going to have to because I really like using my turn signals. This is the thing: is mm-hmm. this is going to continue happening to you? The thing so, is, if I don't reboot it, like after after I've charged it in the morning, if I don't reboot it, the signals always work. Everything else, hmm? GPS, who knows? Are you paying how much? <clears throat> for what? How much a month for oh, everything? Oh, insurance and car payment. It's like 950 bucks A month? Yeah. To not have heat? <laughs> not reliably. Sometimes it goes into failsafe and I really get heat. You need an ELR. <laughs> you need a Cadillac, my friend. <laughs> like, just, I should have bought that uh, $13,000 silver one, but I didn't. You really need a Cadillac because this is terrible. Actually, I feel like the Cadillac will blend in too much. The with, ELR like, the drug is so cool. I saw a silver one a couple days ago. I, I sent saw him a picture. Do, I saw oh. in California. Isn't it so exciting? Jana was sleeping. I couldn't yell. Get a foreign oh. color and wrap it. It's hard to get the red ones. Yeah, that's a good point. Turning the microphone back on so I can then, hear you. Then you can actually... Oh, jeez, yeah, I can hear you. you turn Thank it you. off. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough of you. <laughs> enough of that. All right, well, let's talk about your Bugatti. Okay, this... I've also known about this car, and I love that It you looks just like Alantia. I know it this does. Is, this is like the, mm-hmm. the downy sibling of the EB110 that they made three of for some reason. And there's one for sale now, which is kind of cool. But it does have the correct number of doors, and it is technically a Bugatti. And it was made in the 90s, which is the best decade. So what are your thoughts, THOTS, on this? I'm looking at it. Okay. This Bugatti grill, you don't need to put it on everything. It doesn't need to be on every car. It just doesn't. Well, BMW says you need a corporate grill. You don't need a corporate grill. A bad one. Bugatti is a terrible corporate grill. It never looks good on anything. Oh my god. I've only seen like very grainy photos of this and seeing the 218 in real life. I just hate it. Oh man. You know what this is? This is a Porsche Panamera from the 90s. (laughs) That's exactly what this is. Look at the the back end is classic 1G Panamera. The interior is amazing though. I love this interior. Well, and it's a six speed manual V12. Yeah. Rear wheel drive with sedan machine, with machine turn trim, which I love. Engine turn trim is sexy. Yes, oh, I like this a lot. I'm not mad about it. I love that it's got a 10,000 RPM, RPM tack, tack that it, like with a red line of like six, seven, and it says it's you're in oh shit mode after six. It's got a 320 kilometer per hour speedometer, which is like 180, I think. This is not an attractive car, but it is very cool. Ooh, I like that the uh, that the valve cover bolts Oops. are blue. That's cool. They're probably titanium. I know it, it doesn't have the EB110 engine. It is a variant of it, but yeah. You know what this looks like? What? A Panamera? <laughs> it, it looks like a Porsche Panamera, and if you like left it in a room with like sexy music on, next to like a Mazda 929. Oh my God! It does look like a nine two nine. It's a nine two. It's a nine two nine Panamera. Like if they made a shooting break nine twenty nine and put a V twelve in it, like if Mazda had money, this is what they would have made. Yeah, yeah. It does look like a really, really nice. Like if Mazda had Genesis in the nineties. Give if Mazda in the nineties had Volkswagen money today, like today's Volkswagen's money. Mm-hmm. Like if Mazda had that in the nineties, they would totally make this, and like they would have been like designing it like since like nineteen eighty two. To look like this, and they would have finally come to like fruition like in 1995, and they'd have so much sunk cost that they couldn't cancel it. 
after the bubble economy bursts, and <laughs> we, then they're just like have stuck. They're just stuck with this like stupid car that nobody can afford or want or buy, and they'll make, they'll sell like thirty of them, and then they'd all be on Bring a Trailer selling like mind blowing like record shattering prices of like thirty thousand dollars a car, like that's that's what they would do. Like, I just like that this... they'd just be a, they'd be a, a four door Supra for Mazda. This must suck because it has all of the good like would... check boxes. This must be... A, I bet this car is actually objectively amazing. I don't know who owned the Bugatti name at this time. Bugatti was owned by a uh, French businessman, actually, at oh, this point in time. So it was actually owned by a Frenchist. Yes. These, Peugeot owned them in that era, didn't they? No, it was a, it was a French businessman. Peugeot that, had them at some point. So, yeah, after this French businessman bought them out, like, and then there's a recession, like, in the... Like early nineties, and like in nineteen ninety one, yeah, nineteen ninety one. There's a recession. And it was like right after this guy had bought it, and he kind of went like, "Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be owning a car company right yeah, now." Yeah, I should be buying like I shouldn't be making this like destination like manufacturing plant for cars that nobody can afford for all the nineties. Let me look into nineteen ninety one. It was all just ter- it was it was terrible timing for him. And but the cars were like object from everything I've heard. I've never been in one personally, but from everything I've heard, they're all objectively great. I mean, it it looks very interesting. If that thing showed up at a car show next to a nine five nine, I would look at this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I need that over nine five nine. Because this has four doors. Yeah. Well, also it's a Porsche. Porsches are inherently boring. Well, it does kind of look like a Porsche from the yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing is that Porsches are inherently boring. Like they're great cars, but they're. Is this styling more polarizing, or is the first-gen Laganda more polarizing? (laughs) Oh, this is more polarizing. You think this is more polarizing than a first-gen Laganda? No way. No, so this is my reasoning. Is at the time, the first-generation Laganda was objectively great-looking. I think in the 90s, this is two 90s even for the 90s. I think that this car would look horrible if it wasn't for the fact that the Panamera existed. And then in your mind... Your mind has something to say. Oh, this is what it's supposed to look like. Because in the 1990s, the only thing that you could think of that this looking like would be like a, a Volvo wagon. That's what a station wagon. This looks like. like a 99 Taurus SHO hatchback. Yeah. Eight well, years before that came out. Exactly. Like it, it didn't look good then. I think now that we have the Panamera, you see what a quote unquote good looking, you know, shooting brake could look like. Well, yeah, the third generation Panamera looks all right. But I mean, like all the generations of Panamera, there's been enough people have bought them to say, mm, "This is actually kind of cool looking." People want Panameras, not first gens. I don't know, but anyway, I'm not. That's why they're like fifteen grand. Which and people buy them. They exist. They sold. They exist. Yeah, that's can't the thing. Buy taste. Well, yeah. That's so the same people that are going to buy a Ferrari SUV. But this, this is the thing: is the Lagonda actually took because that came out in the late '70s, and you have to think of what looked better: the Lagonda. Or a 1976 Oldsmobile 88. The 88 had way better proportions. I think the 88 looked terrible. It did. It was Everything awful. in the 70s looked pretty everything bad. Except for Blubsky. Everything and in the, the 2002. 70s. Like, no, nah, everything looked bad. Because there were versions of those that looked terrible. That's true. Yeah, the late, the late the 60s, 70s version of everything is way yeah, better. <laughs> yeah, the 70s, everything was bad in the 70s. Every, the, the 70s, was nothing was better in the 70s than it was in a different decade. So the Lagonda should have come out in 1968. Yeah, it, yeah, and so I think that the Lagonda, <laughs> the Lagonda would have been terrible looking in 1968. Mm-hmm. But this is my thing: is the Lagonda, 
in the 70s when you're in the depths of the malaise when everything was going towards the direction of the Oldsmobile 88. You're just defending it because it has CRTs in it. No, I'm thinking that the Legonda was a precursor to what future designs were going to look like. Because the Legonda came out way before the 80s. It's the most 80s car you've ever seen in your life. That's true. It came out like 76 and it looks like an 83. Yeah, and I think that the Legonda and the Countach are two cars that... The Countach is beautiful. The, the Countach is beautiful. is beautiful. I personally like the Legonda, but I think as far as design directives, that the Legonda would be less divisive than this would be because the Legonda went on to be what all cars looked like, whereas well, nothing looks like this Styling cues, yes, but nothing has ever adopted the heinous proportions but, of that car. And then we're, we're going back to what looks better, this or that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the Legonda is by any means... Like I don't mind its styling. I hate its proportion. But I think this one is more divisive. They're very of their era, both of these cars. Well, no, this is in the era. The Legata, no, this is before its era. This was when was this? That's so late nineties. This was like uh, penned, I think, in two thousand nineteen ninety one. But I mean, this car is later. Yeah. All right. So you're looking like ninety five. So you're looking okay. So this came out in the era when this style. This looks like existed. a concept car from 1989 or 1990. Exactly, but it came out in 1995, though. Right. Whereas Legana looks like a concept car from 1975, and it came out in 1975. It's still really bad. They, they both look bad. Trust me. I'm not saying the Legana is like the end-all, be-all of great-looking cars. I'm just saying but like the Legana and the Countach directed what all mod- automotive design was going to look like for ten, for 15 years after that. Whereas this LCD replacement for the this Legana. directed absolutely nothing for any design directive to anyone because nobody liked how it looked because it looks goofy. The only thing that this looks like is it looks like a PT Cruiser. It looks like every 90s product. Yeah, but it's in the middle of it, though. If this had come out in 1985, yes. There's cars that came out in the late 90s that look like this, too. But, But I'm saying that's the late 90s from 1995 is not 15 years. It didn't, like massively changed the world. But Whereas got... a Legonda did. A Legonda, trust me, looks bad. But there were designs from the Legonda where people said, yes, this works, this works, this works. Mm-hmm. And then they they took they went and ran with it. This one nobody ran with any of it. They ran well I guess they did run away from it though. I mean they sold three of them, so somebody must have liked it. <laughs> three right? people stayed. Three. Three whole people. I'll have that. Yes, that's actually that's a that's a large percentage of sales for Bugatti of that era. <laughs> I guess it yes it was. They didn't sell them any EB one tens, but it was a lot more than three. But so speaking of um other divisive cars from Europe. We're good, um, we're good at those. Yes, there's actually a new Lancia that's coming out. Oh. Um Does it look like this? Because that's what edition. all like early two thousands launches look like. No. Actually, this is not like. This kind of looks like a... It, this, I think, is the best-looking Lancia in 20 years. It looks like it's based on a, a Mito, but like with a it Mirage. <laughs> this is uh, the like best. All, all the hard points. Also, the bumper doesn't match the fender, I and know. it's new. Hey, listen, it's, it's Italian. I know, I know, I know. In, in the in the, in the, in the This it, has 2003 Corolla XR body it's, cladding it's, it's paint match issues. You know what? I'd buy it. I'd buy this. I'd buy this. It does look a lot better than their uh, like it's called, 2010 to 2014 like it's Schnoz the, can opener. It's called the Lancia Ypsilon Alberta Ferretti. Oh my god, the Ypsilon. Yes. So Alberti Ferrari. Yes, and it comes with four color options. You can have Snow White, Petra Grey, Volcano Black, Bicolor Black. 
So it's not available in any colors because no. these are all neutrals. No, it's not. Illicit Slants, it exists. Be happy it exists. I mean, it's this got game, the same exhaust tip as the 2012 Fiat 500 Prima. Th- this car exists entirely, so whoever owns Lancey right now can continue to have that trademark. The Ypsilon? Yes. <laughs> By Italian law, you have to make a new body style every seven years with the moniker, otherwise uh, you'll I think, I think they were, they were just going to lose <laughs> the like usage of like the term Lancia. And like the, the, oh, the actual the, manufacturer. The actual manufacturer trademark oh. was going to expire. Like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, throw this out. <laughs> what, what do we have? What do we have? I'm not going to lie. It, it, it looks... I'm not, I don't hate it. It looks fine, but there's nothing special about it. I think it looks great. I was wondering what All was right, flashing. Here, here, here's the... Here's the, uh, the brass tacks mm. of what you want to know. T-A-X or T-A-C-K-S? It, T-A-C-K-S. Okay. This, this, is the, the, this is the performance of the vehicle. Mm. What you're going to get with mm. it. Lay it on me. The meat of the bones. This so, better have a twin air in it. Otherwise. It has a one whole liter engine. It might be a twin air. Yeah, it might very well be. It makes a really nice amount of power. 69? Yeah, <laughs> 69 <laughs> horsepower. D-I-N or S-A-E? <laughs> Uh, it doesn't say. It says 70 PS. So okay. that'd be SAE. 70 PS to 69. SAE yeah. is about, it's yeah, less D- than a horsepower yeah, difference. Yep, yep. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that checks out. And then it has 68 pound-feet of torque. Oh, you're going to have to tune that. Uh, yeah, you need to get that one extra pound-foot. <laughs> um, so it has a 0 to 62 of a blistering 14.2 seconds. And I mean, is it available with a manual? I can't possibly be. Um, <laughs> there's no way a manual could well, be that It's not slow. a U.S. market sales car. It Maybe could it be. is. Maybe it is. It's a five-speed. Sure. Let's say it's a five-speed. It's exactly um, the same as the old Epsilon. Pull, pull up like a 2007 Epsilon. Now, it's exactly now, the same. Now. There's From a top the speed. There's a top speed of it. The car actually goes faster than a Honda Is this even a new design? It might not be. It's exactly <laughs> like the one I used to Listen, see all over the place. It's a special edition. Um... It has a top speed of 101 oh, the horsepowers. Yeah. The front end looks a hell of a lot better than that trash. But the rear looks almost the same. This front end's way better. Yeah. Yeah, it's a different car. Yeah, the front is different. Yeah, they, I they want to know if this has a twin air, though, the new one. I, want, I need to know what engine this has. There's also a um, 1.2 liter that makes less power, makes 68 horsepower, but more, more torque. It makes 75 pound-feet of torque. These all sound like Fiat powertrains. And it can run on gas or LPG, which is kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Does it have built-in LP support? Because that's, uh, yeah, a, that's yeah. a liquid tank, isn't it? I have no idea. I guess that LPG means liquefied propane gas. So. Well, yeah, but you, I think you have to actually like put in like I a high-pressure... No, I, I don't know. Okay, fine. <laughs> what, is this a 2022 model? Yes. I need to know if this is a twin no. air. It, that actually is a little bit slower zero to 62 and it goes more i guess 15.3 seconds and it costs oh my god that's expensive that's twenty thousand dollars for that turd twenty thousand us dollar i mean they're not gonna yes. sell it here so what is no it's a three cylinder fifteen thousand pounds that includes vat or eighteen thousand euros that's a lot of you money for that trash off after you convert it because that includes vat our prices never include Delivery it's, or tax, and they include okay. Both. So and at twenty percent convertible. So twenty percent you said about twenty percent plus fifteen hundred bucks for delivery that they, they have to include by law. So I, I guess that'd be close to Mirage. 
<laughs> yeah, that'd be all right. So actually, this is a great deal. <laughs> One from don't buy this to actually, that's a great deal. Yeah, no, that, that's actually a solid deal. So it is was, not a twin air. It is a three cylinder okay. Fiat engine design family engine. So yeah, and actually now I'm considering that this would be equivalent to a fully loaded Mirage. Like in every way. So this might be it's a toss up. <laughs> it really is. I I no, no it isn't. I, I'm just glad they got rid of the like the Euro Acura Chrome. I would, I'm going to tell you right now, this is probably my favorite set of wheels made in Italy in probably the last ten years. Oh. They look like they belong on a Fiat 500. Look at uh, the lounge. There's a yeah. There's a second to the left. So go left twice. Yeah, that one. So you can get a good view of the wheel. Oh f- shit! That was one that one. That one right there. I was just on that. I one. know. <laughs> but. I like the wheel. The wheels look great. The wheels are nice. I would I like, like those that. on my feet. I'm sure the powertrain. They come with already. Goodyear tires, which can't be good. I need to know if this is available to manual. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. I don't know. No idea. But I mean, it's cute. Jana, what do you think? It's okay. It's bland. It really, it's yeah, it's bland. very bland. I don't think like the, the front looks too much like a PT Cruiser. I I feel like if it had a collar, it'd be nice. The yeah, they're all neutrals. I think if you could get that in like yellow. Feel it's, better. It's just it, they start with black paint, and then you can just add a certain amount of white to it until it becomes white paint. Yeah, that's true. At I the mean, factory, and that's just that's all. They have two paint guns, and they just mix. That probably is how they make it so cheap in Italian. I I Italian. Now. Oh man. Okay. All right. All right. I got one more thing. Stick with me. More this won't take long. Depressing European car. Yeah, news. I need to stop doing depressing stuff. But like, it's got light at the end of the tunnel. So I want to talk about the Maserati Ghibli. You know, the Chrysler 300-based sedan that I didn't even know they were still making? I'm surprised that they're getting rid of that, because the only Maserati I ever see is a Ghibli. No, no, no. All the people that were buying Ghiblis are now buying Levantes. Yeah, but I mean, those aren't cars. Correct. So the only Maseratis I see that are cars mm-hmm. are Ghiblis. No. Are, are you sure? Because also, the new Quattroporte looks almost exactly the same. Yes, because uh, one makes an annoying noise and the other one doesn't. And I always hear the uh, annoying noise. Sounds good, the V6 noise. Yes, ah. the annoying noise. Do you see them with like a, a, a waste bin with a liner in it under the sunroof on a rainy day as they drive down the road? As the water is pouring in through the poorly fit panels? No, but that's okay. hilarious. Awesome. That sounds about right. Uh, so the Ghibli is finally being mercy killed this the next calendar off. year. So 2022, that. it will stop production finally. Good. I don't even know who owns Maserati right now, but like the, that car, they just did it wrong. <laughs> that's the wrong kind of parts bin. No, it's like the, what was the really bad, the Cambio Corsa? Oh, the I think, yeah, it's... I don't know if it's Cambi Corsa or Cambio Corsa. I think it is Cambio Corsa. The, 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 the Cambi Corsa, whatever the hell. That the, the, it's Sorry. basically a modern that race gearbox. Yeah, it's the same thing as that. That's what that translates to in Italian. It's not. Though. I don't know if that's worse or Porsche Doppelkopplinger's Catriba is worse. The the Porsche one, yeah, uh, is objectively better than the manual, so I hate that more. Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's a very effective transmission. No, that's I mean, it's the Cambio Corsa is just a it's manual. It's better, that but not more good. Bolted a bunch. Of, no, actually, they JB welded a bunch of Magneti Morelli hydroelectric gubbins too, and then yeah, they were surprised. I don't, oh, no faith in that. Also, yeah. it's on a transaxle under the back of the car, so when things go wrong with it, it is an enormous bill to put right. Yeah, 
I still kind of want to try manual swapping a uh, first gen, well, not first gen, but like, you know, an 04 QP. I, I feel like uh, 04 QP and manual swap would be fun. This will never be fun. No, this, this is, is this is a tragic vehicle. Because the, the best that you can hope for is you're going to look like a mid-level manager with, like, that vapes. I will say one thing about this car. Like, there's a certain thing about, like, the first gen Panamera S. Yes. The uh, 986 Boxster. Like, there are certain cars, even right now in 2021, where you can buy them dirt cheap and people think you have a lot of money. And if that's your goal... A Ghibli is not a bad choice because you can pick one of these up for low teens still. Like a first year Ghibli. And yeah, you're going to be holding your wastebasket on a rainy day. But you're also going to look like a dickhead while you're at it. Yeah, but these people don't care. Because they want that Maserati badge. So that's the only real upside. But like, keep in mind, this is a 1995 Mercedes-designed chassis that was brought in to Chrysler then updated by Chrysler, and then ported out to Maserati. None of this says reliable. No. <laughs> like, hey, let's take a second. <clears throat> when was Mercedes at their worst? 1995. Okay. Who is, like, the least reliable American <clears throat> company that you don't want to trust for a long period of time? Chrysler. Okay, cool. Who are you going to have to do a mid-model update? Chrysler. When they're at their worst. When they're even worse than they were when they got the design from, BMW, from Mercedes. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right, now we're going to give it to the Italians to make... Yet worse. The worst Italian car yes. company that makes exotics. <laughs> the, yes, and the, I say air quotes. The worst of the Italian car companies. Maserati. Yeah. It, none of this says reliable. I don't think there's a single one of these on the road with over 50,000 miles. They're, they, they should have just put the Pentastar in this and called it good. It is. No, it's, no, a, it's a tarted up Pentastar. The supercharged engine the Pentastar? The, no, the turbo? It's a supercharged 3 Whatever liter. it is. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a Pentastar with Maserati heads. They actually use they use the uh, spark plugs, or even Pentastar spark plugs. That engine gets around because it was co-developed by Mercedes yeah. and I know, Chrysler, that's, yeah, and then that's the Pentastar. Yeah. Okay. Because and the, they just put different heads on it. The M two seventy two V six. Yeah. What's in my so, parents' GLS is. And you can get manual Pentastars. So. I yeah. I once Ooh. I once worked at a repair shop, which I don't want to say the name of because the, I don't want to. Speak ill of the shop, but the guy that owned this car is an absolute dickhead, and we don't like him. Um, and we found out that it needed a bunch of repairs, and we were going through it and matching part numbers up, and a ton of part numbers from this engine match up part numbers with a Pentastar. I, mean, I guess that makes sense. And so what we did is we bought the, the Pentastar parts mm -hmm. really cheap, and then we gave it the Maserati price. Good. Yeah. And then, so we got, like, it said... We had like a 20% margin, which is what you do for like dealer parts. But really, we had like a 60% margin, which is like our normal thing. And then we told him we gave him a deal. Yep. So I, uh, that guy was an absolute dickhead. I hate him. I cannot remember what the last car I did that on. But I like, there was something where, yeah, it was it, like you had to pay the premium for the fancy part box. And then just doing a little bit of research and like just throwing caution to the wind is like, I bet that's the same. Porsche. No. I think it was on the 996, maybe. I forget. That sounds very There's a lot of stuff on that. There's so a lot of stuff on the Ferrari. Flash. But yeah, th this is, it's literally, it's just a fancy schmancy town and country. No, well, that's a Chrysler The Ghibli 300. should have been a great car, though. It's Italian. It's lots of above Fiat. It has a high budget. 
had they Should made it? Should have been a great car. No, they, these are all things and that. And then the Quattro, the uh, the Alfa Romeo uh, Giulia is an amazing car. These are all it's things. The same family. These are all things where people say it should be a great car. But it, the Giulia is an actual Italian car. The, these are right. the thing but is, this is supposed to be a, a mark above it. These it's are just aspects of a good I think, car. I think the LX Origins ruined this car. I think I think the fact that this is, the fact that. It just has things that you find also on a good car. It does not make this supposed to be a good car. There's no point in this is supposed supposed to be a good car, because the Quattroporte exists and has always existed. This is and the volume seller. This is the volume seller. This is the car, like the Quattroporte. It, this is the car that you get when you can't afford the Quattroporte. It, it's None the of that's supposed car, to be good. But they're all buying Teslas now. So yeah, it exactly. Serves no purpose. Yeah. So. How about this? Let's talk about a good car manufacturer. I added one last thing in because I don't want to end on a sad thing. Go, go for it. I want to talk about Autovaz. Wow. I just want to talk about the Brimach Taos again. Nope, I don't. This is because that's actually owned by Uaz, which is a different company. It's all Italian. No, I mean, not Italian. It's all Russian. They actually are all Italian, really, when you get down to it. But, Something's um, going on with car scoops and their photos today. But So, Lada's entire model range, they've been increasing the prices. Like, consistently. Well, yeah, global supply. But their sales have been going up. Oh. Well, yeah, you can sell vehicles. Well, also, you can sell, you could probably sell a Ghibli right now at retail. <laughs> probably. But, um, <laughs> so the entry-level Lada Zing. that you can get right now is called the Lada Granta, and it's $7,966. Is the Neva dead? No, the Neva is $9,152. It's a little bit more expensive than the Granta. Um... But yeah, they're five percent higher than they used to be. Get the Neva. Oh, they got the. Whoa! Tell me about the Vesta. I like those scallops. Yes, the Vesta. It's also there. That's quite good. (laughs) 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 The Vesta. The Vesta is like their equivalent to like a Honda City. They they were putting in like the Daytona Charger scoop, and then some guy had the uh, paper copy of the drafting, and he put them on. But he didn't realize that he had the left side and the right side. If you go to the next photo to the right, you get a good car. That's the Granta. Wait, is that the Granta? That's no, it's a Vesta, Vesta Sport. Eventually you'll get to the Granta. The Granta's there. Oh, no, the Granta's uh, five to the left. I'm sorry. I started with the Granta. Yeah, the Granta's actually... I, I kind of like the Granta. I was just making fun of the scallops and how the guy the, definitely got it wrong and just had to keep yes. going. Yes, that's <laughs> quite bad. I'm like, yeah, no, I meant to put those on the front end of the bake. These, uh... I'm pretty sure Lada's designs that aren't made in Italy, like they literally make in automotion these, these or automation, look like Malaysian cars. Malaysian cars look better, dude. Don't 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 do Malaysian cars dirty like that. Ooh, actually, this is cool. The Vesta Cross. It's a crossover sedan. Oh, so it's like the old legacy Outback or sedan. Polestar two. Yeah, it's an Outback sedan or a Polestar two. Yeah, this is kind of cool, actually. The Vesta Cross. There's a reason that these are selling. Do do Russians buy four-wheel drive? Oh, yeah, all the time, yeah. I'm just saying, do they mostly have two- or four-wheel drive? Probably mostly two, because they're cheaper. Yeah, but it's cold. You need four-wheel drive. Yeah, but you can't afford it if you're you're eating nothing but, like... (laughs) If you're eating nothing but beets. Russia's way better about snow tires than we are. (laughs) They make a a delivery vehicle called a Largus. It's got pop-out rear windows. That's cool. Look at the belt line on this Neva. That oh, is man, that's so two thousand. That's the new Neva. Oh. Don't that's worry, a, they still make the Neva Classic. This it's is the, the Neva. Neva Travel. They make the the, the Lada Neva four x four still, so don't worry. They still make that. Johnny Smith just reviewed one of those recently. Oh man! I'm a oh, little, there I'm we a go. A little bit ahead of you. Ooh, they make the four, the Lada Neva four x four Cross, which is a four door Neva. 
Or five door Nevo. The, the OG Lada. No, they're they're mostly three door because oh, it's usually hatchback. Still got that. Steelies on it. It's quite good. Mm. Rear drum brakes, very good. Oh, tell me about the Bronto. That looks like a Nevo with a facelift. It's quite good. That's what it is. It's the Bronto. It's when you. It's they have a high We've got a we've got a furred Bronto. They've got a uh, high performance version called the uh, Rondo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what plants crave. That's what plants crave. That's what, that's what it is. There's the Neva. Yeah, there you go. That's here, Scott. Four door. This is a five door. Oh yeah, there, there that, we that's, go. That's that's, that's the what I'm thinking that's about. the good one. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Computer graphics and Neva are just such. Far apart things for me. I really love it. I love that they like <clears> this like CGI where the car is, and they put like a real just like oh my god, it's just great. The I car that's this. most likely to go to this place is the most CG'd into this place. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you could import a lot of Neva easily. Oh yeah, very easily. Oh, yeah. It's actually... a better use of your money than a brand new. Top. Whoa, whoa, let's not go too crazy that, here. This is also going to be like a daily driver. Heated seats and a steering wheel. Heated, heated rear seats. Yeah. Scott, you could. You, Who cares you, about the rear seats? You do, because no. when I'm driving all of your asses to anchor, <laughs> you're gonna be in a heated seat. Can we gap an Evo? Fair I don't know. Maybe <laughs> if, he's, if he's going, if there's enough snow and he is. If he's doing seventy, I can easily overtake doing eighty. If he's got all seasons, I guarantee oh, yeah. my snow tires will outdo him. Correct. I'm just a fan of I it. I keep watching all these like recommended videos, and like Tire Buyer is a really, really good series about like they test every modern tire every year. I'm like great test i really appreciate it but what i want to see is test a three-year-old winter tire and a three-year-old all season did you i see don't the, want to know about the brand new tires did you see the guy that was uh trying to sell the completely bald uh winter tires Blizz for 50 X. bucks dude <laughs> i said where's the tread Just and the a picture of george casanza going <laughs> where's the tread <laughs> uh, like one of the comments is like, these aren't even safe to roll a car on. You couldn't even <laughs> so show that. Um, actually, speaking of tires, uh, the Federal 959, like the drift tire, because mm -hmm. it's the cheapest performance tire you can get, uh, they like doubled in price. Dude, everything's expensive. No, right? now they're like Michelin expensive. Michelin. Well, then get Michelins. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. But now they're literally like, because of, um, uh, not embargoes, but, uh, you know. Tariffs? Tariffs, tariffs. yeah, because of tariffs. Yeah, they're very expensive now. <laughs> So now you just don't want to get the federal. I mean, you can still get Linglongs. Those are made in Malaysia. Nobody's mad at Malaysia. So, there you go. Top tip by Linglong. I really like the Bronto. I think that's just enough good. facelift on an Eva to. They need to do that in a five door. I though. think for 2022, we're not a lot of Russian cars. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're still making manual stuff. Yeah, we're going to have a UAZ Patriot and a Bronto. <laughs> Talk about that uh, UK importer company that's selling the oldest, most basic off roader and an EV version of the same thing. I wonder. Can you crank start the EV? <laughs> they probably you, let you, sure. I wonder if the charging port... You put enough EV, Hall Effect switches in it, you can, you know... That's what I'm thinking. I, I, or maybe like they have like a little, like, just an AC like adapter, like where the charger port is. So just like plug a computer, like plug into it. I don't know what a Russian wall outlet looks like, but I would really hope that it's just those prongs sticking out and you've got to use this most just janky ghetto Russian extension cord to plug your it's car It's like held in. together with like tape. Yes. Like electrical tape, like Correct. a sock. Spliced together six or seven times with wire <laughs> yeah, nuts on exactly the way to the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it sparks every time it hits the ground. It's like dry outside, but still sparks. <laughs> but anyway, so that's your top tip: is buy Russian a, cars. Buy a Bronto. Yeah, there you go. Bye, See everybody. you in two weeks. Bye.